Hey, Alex here, and welcome to another episode of the Market Adventures podcast. And we can just say, what the hell was that yesterday? I mean, damn, there could be any reason why that happened yesterday. One big headline that I'm seeing is basically investors are afraid that economies, namely US and China, might be peaking uh, their growth. Who knows? But if you were here on Monday's episode, I did mention that a couple technical indicators did signal that this may happen. That's incredible. Technical analysis is incredible. Anyways, I had to exit out of two trades yesterday because of a global sell-off. The trades I am still in are, I believe, Teladoc, Netflix. Uh, I have a JP Morgan call option that's clapped. That's going to be dead. Um, I have a Coop, a company, uh, ticker symbol MKC, another company, ticker symbol ES. And I think that's all the trades that I'm in right now. I exited two yesterday because I, I was down 4% when I woke up. So love waking up to those haircuts. But I mean, a global sell-off, what are you going to do? But that's why I want to talk about this topic today. I mean, uh, why would someone even want to invest in stocks, right? You wake up to a 4% haircut overnight. You could lose all your, you could lose your lunch overnight. Wouldn't it be easier to sell t-shirts online or, or buy rental property? At least you don't have to wake up to lost money, right? This isn't for everybody, but it can be for anybody. Enjoy the episode. Okay, so first thing, um, the Coop trade. Pay attention. Listen closely. If Coop closes below 270 today, I will exit the trade. I repeat, if Coop closes below 270, if it's at 270 by 3.30 p.m. Eastern, again, anything can happen after 3.30, but we can't make a trade after the market closes. So if at 3.30 p.m. Coop is below 270, then I'm going to close the trade and take profits and get ready for next week, right? There are more opportunities. We already have a huge profit on that trade. We're going to take that profit and set up for next week. Again, the key number is 270. Now, as some of you know, if you've been here for a while or for the new people, I went to school for sports medicine. That's what I practice today during my day job. In that pursuit, I had two years of bio and chem. Not fun. But one thing I do remember from those days are enzymes. What is cool about the way enzymes work is how I'm going to break down this topic today and kind of connect the two. So basically, an enzyme helps speed up chemical reactions in our body, right? Two things that would normally interact with each other and produce a result may take a long time, right? But when those two things attach to an enzyme at the same time, the reaction happens faster. But here's the thing. Those two things, or in scientific terms, substrates, uh, can only attach where they fit, right? Ever hear the phrase, get in where you can fit in? If the two substrates don't fit, the reaction won't happen with that enzyme. Now, there's an enzyme for every substrate, right? So there's an enzyme out there that can fit those two. But if that enzyme doesn't fit, then it will not be uh, be able to catalyze or make those that reaction happen faster. Now, with anything in life... Uh, especially something like investing, we have to understand each of us is unique and have the capability to do anything and everything, but we all have certain shapes to us that allow us to do certain things better than other things, right? Or more effortlessly, right? We won't say better, just more effortlessly. effortlessly. (laughs) Um, When I ran track in college, 
it was super hard for me to do longer workouts, like 400, 800 repeats. Like it was really hard for me to do those workouts. I would struggle to keep up with my teammates. But when it came to race day, I was still able to compete with them in their event, right? The 400. Now, in my event, the hurdles, they couldn't touch me. Don't get me wrong. My event, they're not touching me. But I could keep up with them in their events when it came to competition, just not in practice, right? So for me, track, I was very good at competing. It, I could under, I, Competing came naturally to me, but working out, uh, doing longer workouts at practice did not. And for other people, again, it was vice versa. So something like that uh, is similar for me with numbers, right? I love numbers. Other people hate numbers. There's just something great to me about work that can be absent from someone else's opinion, right? My friend was really good at doing the homework in classes and answering questions in classes. I was really good at tests, right? But for both of us, it was we understood that when you write an English paper, a teacher has an opinion that impacts your grade. When you create a piece of art, right, be it physical art or music, they are subject to somebody else's opinion. With math, though, the answer is the answer. And the process to get to the answer can be a little bit fluid, but it, it is very concrete in that there are pieces that are necessary that you have to put in there, right? Some things require formulas, right? And this is perfect for the stock market because you can literally, just like math, use somebody else's formula. You can use the same formula as anybody else as long as it works to find the stocks to trade, and then it's just a matter of probability and patience, Right, You don't have to have the formula. You can look over at somebody else's paper. They figured out the formula. You can literally write it down. You can test it to see if it works. And then it's just a matter of numbers, right? More you do it, the higher the probability and having good patience, right? So before I get too deep into the math thing, because I know it's going to scare some people away, people who hate math, uh, I didn't mention one thing about enzymes. They can actually adjust their active, their active sites, right? This is the place that accepts the substrates, right? They can uh, adjust their active sites slightly if need be. And they're not going to make big jumps. They're not going to take a circle and make it a square. But they can adjust an inch or two or so to make an adjustment. Um, but we, as humans, are far more flexible in potential than enzymes. That's why I say that I gave the whole backstory about track and, and numbers but stocks can be for anyone. It just takes a little bit of adjustment. If you're a stay-at-home mom, right, you have all the skills to be a great investor, literally a great investor, right? Think about it. If you're a stay-at-home mom, you have patience. You, for damn sure, I have, two, I have two kids, as you guys know. Patience is a must, right? So you stay-at-home moms have patience, and you have an eye for a sale, right? If you're doing the shopping in the house, you have an eye for a sale, what is the stock market? It's buying and selling. It's finding a sale, buying it cheap, and selling it back, right? That's the only thing you don't do as a stay-at-home mom, right? You buy things on sale, you take them home. In the stock market, you buy it on sale, and you sell it back to somebody else at a higher price. That's it. We can all do it, right? The only difference is the yellow sticker that you would see in Walmart, your on-sale sign, is identified using charts and indicators. But the concept is really that simple at its core, Right now, the next best thing besides the simplicity uh, are the perks. Right, you don't need to manage employees, you don't need to stock inventory, and you don't need to deal with customers. All you need is an internet connection and access to your trading platform. You can do that from almost anywhere in the world. 
why wouldn't someone want that kind of freedom, right? Not only freedom, but the scale is unlike anything else, right? So we'll, we'll recap, right? Not only can anybody adjust to fit this, right? Not only is it simple, not only is the, the perks of the freedom there, no other business in the world can scale like this, right? The only, the, the only way to make money in, um, okay, I guess there's multiple ways, but the, the number one way to make money in, in a business like the restaurant business is to have more customers and increase prices, right? Have more customers, increase prices, or if you can, reduce the cost of production, right? But that's not up to you. It's up to your manufacturers or who you source the material from, right? The two things you can control slightly are your prices and how it is you get more traffic in, right? You have to interact with other people. And if you raise prices, you're going to have to interact with people again, right? There's so many different things you have to do outside of for other businesses to scale up. The only difference between uh, earning $10 in a stock trade, earning $100 in a stock trade, or owning $1,000 in a stock trade is by adding one more zero. That's it. If you go in with if you go in with $10,000 and you make 1%, you just made $100, right? If you go in with $100,000 and you make 1%, you just made $1,000, right? It's just adding another zero. Depending on what goal you want, you can just add another zero. Now, I chose a stock market because it fit my style, right? Autonomy, right? I can wake up and just do this. I can be in my boxers and just do this. And between 9.30 and 4 p.m. Eastern, the stock market is mine. You can't tell me when to clock in. You can't tell me when to clock out. It's challenging, right? It challenges your mind, your mental. It challenges your fortitude, your patience. It's simplistic, which we already talked about, right? It's so simple, buying and selling. There, there are subtle nuances when you trade options and swing trade and there are certain nuances to it. There's no lie about that. But the overarching principle is buy low, sell high, or sell high, buy low. Super simple. And it's objective. Just like my favorite, st- uh, uh, just like my p- favorite subject in uh, high school, math, right? It's objective, right? You pick this, you pick that, you wait, you're right, you're wrong. That's it. You're right or you're wrong. You win or you lose. There's no in-between. There's no... There's nobody there saying, well, he could have meant this, he could have meant that, or there's no opinions. It's right or wrong. Nobody can tell me what to do. My success is completely on me and my self-development. The more I develop myself, the more my success will be. Now, if you don't like responsibility, let me be honest with you. Skip everything else I just said, right? All the perks, all get rid of all that stuff. If you don't like responsibility, then this might not be for you. The stock market is not for you if you don't like responsibility, right? If you're used to being on a team and leaving it up to your teammates and never handling the load out of fear, then you could do one of two things. You could find a different investment vehicle, right? That's one. Or you can adjust yourself to fit what it takes to be a stock investor. And that is someone who's willing to take responsibility. Now, there's nothing wrong with the former, right? There's nothing wrong with finding a different investment vehicle. But there are so many different ways to make money out there. There are people who are going to make tons more money than me doing other things. I mean, I plan on doing a few other things in addition to stocks, right? Once I have my stock uh, set up, right, my systems set up, my portfolio set up, once I can put that on autopilot pretty much, 
right? I'm going to venture into real estate and owning businesses. Like, I don't have a problem with that stuff. That stuff is dope. It's great. But they're not as good as the stock market my, for the very reasons I, I named before. So if this is for you, I mean, I'm glad I can be the one to help you get there. If it's not for you, then you have two choices. You can find a different investment vehicle, which we talk about in the episode all the time. I have guests come on and talk about real estate and flipping and, and marketing and things like that. That's why I bring the guests on because this isn't for everybody, but I want to have something for everybody. Or you can adjust yourself to fit the stock market. I truly believe that the stock market really is for everybody. I think you can be just like the enzyme, and even though you weren't built for it from the get-go, you can still adjust your, your mindset, your character, your priorities to fit this wonderful vehicle. Because to me, at the end of the day, all those perks are great, but the freedom right, to take this wherever I want, the freedom to pass on this information and this education whenever I want, and the freedom to put together a portfolio for my family and friends and to build equity for them and pass them on for generations. That's why I chose the stock market. have any questions, send a message in the community discord and I will respond literally right away. marketadventures.co slash community. If you just go to the Market Adventures website, which I'm updated, I just finished the about page actually last night, um, marketadventures.co, right? marketadventures.co. Um, you click on the community drop down, it'll take you to the discord. You can get the newsletter on there. You can get everything on there. I can't wait to talk to you again on Monday. Like, literally, I can't wait. So go on the Discord and say hi so we can talk about stocks and get ready for the next week. Otherwise, enjoy your weekend. Think about the message in this episode because that fit, right, that fit is the key. This is your host, Alex Cunningham, saying be well and remember, as you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure. <laughs>